Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, Easy Aces. she had a friend with a lot for sale, Mr. Everett thought she meant Mr. Race, who had also tried to sell him a lot. But Jane had been offered $500 by a Mr. Neff if she could sell Mr. Everett his lot. Mr. Everett admired what he thought was Jane's wifely devotion and has decided to buy Mr. Race's lot. This episode is in alternate scenes between Mr. Race's office, Mr. Everett's office, and the telephone booth. First to Mr. Race, where we find him with his client. Oh, cheer up, Mr. Cambridge. It isn't as hopeless as it seems. Well, I don't know, Mr. Race. You had over a week on it now, and we're no closer to a deal than we were when you started. Yes, I know, but... When you first came to me, you sounded like it was in the bag. Well, I... Old man Everett's daughter, married to your brother-in-law and all that. I thought it would be a cinch to sell him. But according to what you tell me, it seems like you being in the family is going to hurt the deal instead of helping it. No, I didn't say it would hurt it. I just said that Mr. Everett told me that he wouldn't take into consideration my wife's brother being married to his daughter. I thought I'd be open and above board with you, Mr. Cambridge, lay my cards on the table and not hide anything. But if you're going to misinterpret what I tell you... I'm not misinterpreting anything. Didn't you tell me that... I told you that the old gent said he'd let me hear from him this week. The week isn't over yet. I might get a call any minute. Well, it better be pretty soon, Mr. Ace. I've never done business with you before. I I have my own regular real estate man. But I thought on account of the relationship with Mr. Everett, you might be able to put this thing over. Well, I think I will. Well, I wish I were as optimistic as you are. There's no use being down in the mouth about it. We can show a little enthusiasm, at least until he turns us down. I make it a rule not to show enthusiasm until it's signed and delivered. Oh, I see. Well, well, cheer up, Mr. Cambridge. I know that when I put this deal before him... That's another thing. You never even talked price with him. Well, uh, well, to tell you the truth, I never got a chance. I thought I'd wait until he called me to say he was interested. Seems to me that if you'd have told him I only wanted sixty thousand dollars for the ground, that it would have been a, would have been a good selling point. Well, it will be. Wait till he calls me. There's no hurry. Nobody else is in the know. I'm the only one so far that's even submitted anything. Well, I happen to know that he's got one more proposition. 
He has. Well, I don't see how. My wife's brother tipped me off before the word got around, and the word hasn't got around yet. I wonder whose deal he's got, if any. Old T.Y. Neff. Neff? Who's he? Owns that ground over off 16th and Main. Just as good a location as mine. Yeah, but he'll be wanting more money than you're asking. You're really giving the old man a good deal. I know it. That's why I say you should have talked price with him. Seems to me you'd better get busy. Well, what can I do? I have to wait for his call. I'm sure I can sell him once he calls me. You're pretty sure, aren't you? Yeah, I'm very sure. I'm not going to lose any chance to make $3,000. I'm positive I can sell it. Well, I'm not. And I won't be until I have the money in my hand. Why, it's just the same as in your hand now, Mr. Cambridge. Well, if you're so sure, just give me your check for 55 grand. What? And you can make yourself an extra $2,000. Give you my check for $55,000? Yes. See? You're not so positive now. Oh, I'm positive, but... (laughs) Well, if they're giving you a check for $55,000, I'm a pro... Well, I, I'd have to post-date it quite a bit. Post-date it? Yeah, I haven't any money like that. Well, well, just we'll just have to wait till he calls. Oh, don't look so downhearted, Mr. Cambridge. Cheer up. Uh, uh, here, have a cigar. No smoke. Oh. <clears throat> well, uh, let's look at the bright side of the thing. <laughs> Uh, speaking of post-dated checks, did you hear the yarn about the man that always post-dated his checks? Yeah, always post-dated his checks all his life. And he finally died, and on his tombstone they put, uh, Here lies Joe Smith, died August 5th, as of September 16th. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still think that if you call the old man and arrange for a talk with him, so you could quote him the $60,000 price... You'd have made some headway. Oh, but that wouldn't make us seem too anxious. I'd rather keep that $60,000 angle until he calls me and then go over and have my talk. But my, my dear Mrs. Ace, $70,000 is a little more than I had expected to pay. Well, my friend said that's the least he would take. Your uh, friend puts a pretty big price on his property. Don't you think so, Mrs. Ace? Well, well, between you and me, yes. But he won't take a cent less. My friend said you can afford to pay it, and he wants $70,000. Well, I must say I admire your candor, Mrs. Ace. Well, thanks. I'm glad you like it. It's so unusual in these modern days of putting something over. It's really refreshing. Just as your wifely devotion is refreshing. And uh, while we're being candid with each other, uh, how about dropping the term, my friend? Beg pardon? Uh, must you go on referring to, uh, well, your client? As my friend. Well, he is my friend. Of course. Your friend as well. well. He's a very good friend of mine. Or why should I be here if he wasn't a very good friend? All right, all right. You insist on it, Mrs. Ace. I only thought it would help clear matters up. I can understand your wanting to get as much as you can. uh, But to tell the truth, I'd already had the property appraised at $60,000. Sixty thousand? Oh no, he said not a cent less than seventy thousand dollars. You drive a hard bargain, Mrs. Ace. Your husband should be proud of you. Oh, I won't tell him anything about this until it's all over. Oh, of course, I, I understand. It's always best that the man of the house believes that he does it all alone. It's uh, well, it it flatters his vanity. <laughs> yes, indeed. If uh, if you'll permit a very old man a moment of reminiscing, Mrs. Ace. You'll perhaps better understand why I'm so pleased to be able to close this deal with you. It was years ago, before you were born, I should judge, I was a very young man, full of fire, ambition, and the desire for power. My one aim was to accumulate money, lots of it, and even more than that, 
the power that money could buy. My first big chance came, and it all depended on interesting a banker in my proposition. I interested him all right, <laughs> yes, but only after he had come to the house several evenings for dinner, and we had entertained him and gotten under his skin. I don't have to tell you who it was that really got him interested, do I? Yes. Why, it was Mrs. Everett, of course. Oh. Uh, a nobler, more sacrificing woman never lived. It goes without saying that my life has been empty since. Uh, th th this is she, uh, this uh, photograph. Oh, she's so sweet looking. Mm, oh, who knew her loved her. I keep her face before me always here in this business, which I flatter myself to think I built. But down deep I know she really built. She did? Yes, she did. And that is why I admire your loyalty so, Mrs. Ace. It's a rare quality these days. Perhaps you'll think it's the foolish whimsy of a tottering old man. But I'm going to put your deal over. Well then, Mrs. Ace, as we say in business circles, it's a deal. What? I'm going to buy your lot. You are? For $70,000? For $70,000. It's a hard bargain, but my word's my bond. It's a deal. Shall we shake hands on it? Uh, beg pardon? Shake hands on the deal. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Excuse my glove. Uh, well, uh, Miss Emmett, I'm so excited. You don't know what this means to me. I think I do. That womanly feeling of having done a noble deed. Yes, that and... That wifely de feeling of devotion that comes only to very few women of great spirit. Yes, uh, and... The expression of fine courage of the woman who fights for those she loves. Yes, and besides a Persian lamb coat, with the money I'm going to make, I'm oh, going to... Oh, yes, yes, of course. Material things, naturally. Well, well, I have to go now. Oh, well, when can I bring my friend here? Uh, suppose you let me notify your friend... And conduct a business with him from here on. Oh, but I want to bring him over. How about tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow is fine. But I'll call him and tell him. No, I want to call Mr. Everett. I'll bring him tomorrow. Well, we'll both call Well, him. I better yes. hurry now. I've got more things to do and then hurry home and get dinner. Good day, Mrs. Ace. Goodbye. We'll be here tomorrow. About 10 o'clock. Earlier, if you like. Uh, at 9. All right. Uh, 9 o'clock tomorrow. I'm so excited. Goodbye, Mr. Everett. Uh, good day, my dear. And thanks for helping me relive my young. But how will it look if I call him? Won't it make us look too anxious? Hang it all, man. I am anxious to sell. I don't mind telling you I need that $60,000. I know you need it, and you know you need it. But why let old man Everett know you need it? No, sir, I'm waiting till I hear from him. Why stand on ceremonies at this stage of the game? While we're sitting around here acting independent, he's probably talking business with half a dozen other real estate men. Oh, I don't believe it. This deal was told me confidentially. And probably told a dozen others just as confidentially. Oh, I don't... I'll tell you what. As long as you don't want to talk business with him unless he calls you. How about calling him and inviting him over to your house socially? Then you can bring it up. Oh, no, no, I, I can't do that. Why not? Well, uh, well, this is one deal I don't want my wife meddling in. Your wife? What has she got to well, do? Well, you know how wives are, especially mine. She has a knack for getting things balled up. I don't want her to know anything about this. I'm not taking any chances. Oh, I'm... nonsense, nonsense. Sometimes it takes just a woman's touch to, to put over just such a deal. Uh, not my wife's touch. Well, we can't do any worse than we're doing now. Might just be the thing. Oh, no, no, that, that's absolutely out. Nothing. I'd rather call the old man and ask him about it rather than risk taking a chance of my wife mixing into this. All right, then call him. Oh. You'll probably find him in right now. It's just before lunchtime. Well, if you think I should. But it might spoil whatever chance that we're doing. I'll take the risk. Go ahead. Call him. Okay, if you... Oh, uh, just, just a minute. Hello? 
Yes, isn't he? Who? Yes, yes, right here. It's Everett. Yes, she's getting him on the phone now. Boy, that was a close shave. You see, with just a few seconds waiting, we'll do... Uh, hello? Yes, Mr. Everett, how are you? That's good. About what? Oh, that plot of ground. Oh, yes, I remember something about... You mean that I was talking to you about the other day? Yes, I remember now. You, you what? Tomorrow. Yes, I can, I can come in and see you. Yeah, tell them about the price. Uh, the pr oh, uh, Mr. Everett, I, I don't think I talked price with you the other day. I just want to say that this is a bargain, that, that price is okay. Well, yeah, sure, sure, I can come in. Close the deal? Good boy. Sure. Tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Uh, just a moment. I'd better make a note of that so I won't forget it. Tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, yes? Yeah? Sir, I...